some years ago when we were upstairs and having these kind of meetings only upstairs there was a guy who would come in and sit near the back and it was weeks before I got to know his name but you couldn't miss him because he had this long beard and I uh, started hearing about him I started hearing how he connected with people I checked him out because his long beard and uh, couldn't miss him and so I checked him out and people who knew him said that guy goes deep he connects with people and it goes deep so you all know who I'm talking about because uh, although he's now a missionary in Wisconsin he comes across the border and spends a weekend or a few days with us and he does the same thing he does when he's over there he also coaches basketball he's an athlete and he's uh, primarily however a lover of Jesus and a brother in Christ. And uh, David, come up and share with us. Hello, everyone. It's always such a blessing to be here. Just so refreshed. Uh, worship was amazing, wasn't it? I'm sorry. talking to myself over here. Uh, yeah, praise him. Uh, Paul, Paul welcomed me to join him um, in speaking. Um, I'm going to move this because I'm going to be doing a little bit of spoken word, if that's okay with you guys. Uh, help me, Holy Spirit. Uh, but it was, it was pretty funny. My dad would probably get a kick out of this one because he don't understand my missionary life. So my name, once again, is David Hossenberg. I'm, I'm blessed to be a U.S. missionary um, under under you guys. So if you see my face on that board over there, please just pray for me. Um, but, the, you know, my dad just don't understand my missionary lifestyle, so he asked me to speak on the theology of work. So I can hear him laugh, my dad laughing now, too. So. Um, but I just want to elaborate on that because um, I'm able to share with a lot of people. And, I, you know, when I hear somebody saying I'm going full time in, in the mission field, I'm, I'm like, well, you don't have a bigger supporter than David. So uh, maybe you do. I hope you do. But um, I just always love to hear it because it's not easy. I've been full time in the ministry for seven years. Um, and people say, how do you how do you make it? And I say, well, why don't you follow me around for a year and then you'll see because I don't know sometimes. So. <laughs> But I know that most of my fathers and mothers and the Lord always told me that Jesus is faithful, and he is. And uh, so I just want to touch on a couple little things. Um, I do a scripture, uh, read some scriptures, and, and once again, uh, I call it the word spoken. So um, just growing up, just I just want to touch a little bit on growing up. Because once again, some people look at a missionary and say, I want to be a missionary. And it's like my parents... Uh, raised raised us boys well. I truly believe, you know, um, no no parents are perfect. Um, but it's not about looking for perfect parents. It's about admiring a perfect God, allowing Him to fill you with His perfect love and love them in their imperfection. And uh, they raised us a lot in chores. I told I told Paul I started doing laundry at ten. My little brother is six years younger than me, and he so he I don't think he was quite doing it at four, but it he not not quite. Not long after I was doing it, he, he was doing it. And so it just helped mother. So um, I just say that to say, I mean, a lot of you guys are out of the house, but um, the little things matter, okay? And a lot of times we want to be somewhere, but if, if, if the Holy Ghost isn't telling you to be there, 
who knows that that's probably not where you should be. Amen? So just wait on him. Um, he, he is sweet, and he desires for us to know him. Okay, sometimes we want to get somewhere, and he's like, I want to, I want to get in you. Okay, I want, to, I want to mess you up good. I want to mess you up kingdom. Amen? Anybody going to talk to me in here? Come on. All right, we didn't get the spoken word yet, but we can still talk, okay? Um, that's from over North Minneapolis, some of my African-American brothers and sisters. Um, okay, okay. Come on. It just, I was, I was talking to Paul today in fellowship with Paul and, and uh, just talking about, I just, I remember getting saved and I'm going to do a, I just felt, I had a couple of pieces I was going to do and I just felt, I just feel like some people are hurting in here. Whoo, come on Jesus. Wow. You know, I don't like to see people hurt. I come out of a lot of hurt. And so I'm going to do my spoken word testimony. Uh, but for years, like after I got saved, I just wanted to serve Jesus, okay? But Jesus wasn't releasing me to work. He, he said, releasing me into the field. He's like, work. I was like, I don't want to be at a desk. I don't want to be whatever, managing, whatever. I don't want to be driving truck, Jesus. But who knows that, you know, I heard that joke lately. You know, if you want to make Jesus laugh, just tell him what, tell him your ideas or tell him your plan, you know. Just give him a good laugh, Okay. Because he says he's preordained our steps before the foundation of the world. And that's, that's something that I've learned as, as a follower of Jesus. Because I'm very tenacious. Um, I always tell Jesus, like, if, if this was about works, nobody would outwork me. But let me tell you something. It's not about works. Okay? It's about loving him and, and, and getting on his page. Because if we don't get on his page, he's not going to shift us. And we're just going to be people trying to get on a page. Okay? So don't, we don't want religious... Folks, we want spirit-filled, fire-breathing, eating, going, yum. <laughs> Amen. Come on. Well, yeah, wherever you're at, he's a relational God. Amen. So in the work field, you know, I, what I was saying to Paul was that sometimes I'd be like, I don't know what to do, and this job would come up, and I'd be like, okay, that's good money. Da 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 da. And, I, and I'd step into it, and I'm like, what does this have to do with preaching the gospel? What does this have to do with serving? What, is it? Yeah. what do you think Jesus said? It says a whole lot to do with it. Being on time, okay? Getting your money, learning how to handle it, okay? I'm not just calling out to, to, uh, to missionaries today, but maybe I am talking a little bit to missionaries. And that, to me, is what I want to do express, okay? Because sometimes look, people look at David, and Paul always says the people need to see they need to see you putting your hand to the plow and, you know, how do you provide and how do you do this? And him and I are on the same page. We don't, we don't do a whole, whole lot of asking for money. Maybe if there's a four million or four million. Oh, that's a big mission trip. Come on, that, think big, think big. Okay, it's a new year, 2014. Let's go. Okay, but, but you, you know, you four grand, and sometimes you just have to reach out to a couple people. And I agree with that. Missionaries, you know, shouldn't be fitting the bill for four grand. I mean, we can help each other out. But, you know, um, so basically my, my, what I'm saying there is that it, you just serve people, okay? And, and what last thing I want to touch on there is, is um, if somebody is going to step in, into the mission field, this is the, probably the best piece of information uh, that the Lord gave me, and that's to... Um, take the little opportunities, okay? Build the relationships. Um, 
If it looks too small, it don't matter. If you have peace about it, take it. Why? Because he's going to implement it within your life at a different time. Amen. So I just wanted to share that a little bit about family and just a little bit about, you know, I don't care. You you guys can know how old I am. Okay. You know, uh, whatever. I'm what? Yeah. So 30, about 30. I'm 37 now. I went to full-time ministry at about 30. So, um, you know, it took a lot of time. I mean, Jesus, Jesus started his ministry at 30. I I wasn't trying to do a comparison thing there. Uh, but, uh, Got more years, got more years. Jesus split. He was smart. He's like, I'm getting out of here. Here, I'm, you guys, I'm going to fill you with the Holy Ghost, and I'm getting out of here. Have fun. Um, woo, who loves Jesus in here? Come on. The Word. The Word. Oh, I just, I don't know, Paul. you got to stop me or something here. But uh, Daniel, okay, I, I just, who loves the Old Testament in here? Okay. Who loves the New Testament in here? Okay. Who thinks we should negate the Old Testament? No. Structure. Okay. We want to talk about funds. We want to talk about the theology of work. Talk about structure. I mean, the Holy Ghost just wrecks me in my times of plowing through the Old Testament with structure, covenants, you know, laws, statutes, decrees. Oh, beautiful. Right? So Daniel, the sixth chapter. Okay. This is, this is a word for our generation. Okay. This will be preached from David Neil Hassenberg again at another time, believe me, because our generation, a lot of it is being brainwashed and driven to hell, okay, by what's going on in Hollywood. And I'm, I'm sick of it. Somebody says something about the sex slave trade. How full of devils you got to be to sell women and children. Sometimes Jesus shows me a thing, and I'm like, if you don't, if you don't give me peace, how am I going to sleep? I mean, how can we really sleep? There's women and children being sold right now. This city, I told Paul the other day, this city leads the United States of America in trafficking women and children. And I read a statistic yesterday on the computer. It said 1% to 2% of them are removed from it. Okay? Once again, whoever the, whoever's heart this is speaking to, like, that is the top issue in my life. Okay? Gangs, ab- abolition of gangs, and, and when gangs get slapped upside the head by the Holy Ghost and get filled with fire, they will fight for the women and children. Yeah. Somebody, wants, somebody, wants to, somebody wants to pray for the, abo- the abolishment of the sex slave trade, pray for the stinking filthy gangs to be brought to Jesus. Amen? And that we will have an army that's fearless. I know gangsters that have been beat. They live half their life in prison. And they, psh, let me tell you something, they come to Jesus get filled with the Holy Ghost. It doesn't matter. They, they, they get threatened and they'll laugh. Just, I love you guys if you ever listen to this, but come to Jesus. Okay, I just want to speak about Daniel. This is, this is so beautiful. A decree goes forth, okay? And it says, it says, now when Daniel knew that the writing was written, I'm sorry, signed, he went home and in his upper room, amen, anybody got a secret place in here? Build an altar, folks. With his window open. Okay, this wasn't hiding. Okay, Jesus didn't shut his mouth. Okay, he was unashamed. He was unashamed. He still is unashamed. And we, we don't need to be ashamed of our Jesus. He knelt down on his knees three times that day and prayed and gave thanks before his God, as was his custom since early days. Now, why do I want to touch on this scripture? Because I'm going to go back to Hollywood. I'm going to go back to what's happening in our music, what's happening in our videos. What's, 
And, and people say they're Christians and they're watching all this stuff. I'm like, you need to get saved. How can you, how can you look at Snoop and Dre and half-dressed women on whatever beach, whatever South Beach or whatever these crazy shows are? And, and, and it, it's like you don't get convicted by watching it. Okay? And believe me, I come out of the gutter. Okay? I know what it is to sin. I know what it is to go through it. But you know what? When Jesus revealed to me out of Ephesians 6, 12, that the battle is not against flesh and blood, but a battle of principalities and powers. He basically said this to me, and I've used it on the streets for years. Any evangelist in here, go ahead and use it. You like to be lied to and deceived. Who in here likes to be lied to and deceived? Anybody? You do? Okay. Only if it's fun, right? Um, and then, then the next question is, is uh, do you believe Jesus Christ defeated Satan on the cross? Normally they'll agree. Okay, now these, these people are selling drugs and selling women and living crazy. And I say, do you like to be lied to and deceived? And they're like, well, I'm H-E-L-L, no. Okay, just to be blunt with you, that's normally what they say. You know, they're not sanctified. And, and then I say, did Jesus, Christ die for, and I'm, they're like, did Jesus Christ die for your sins? Yes. Just leave me alone. I'm just trying to feed my family. Okay, all right. Well, you said you agreed that Jesus Christ defeated Satan on the cross. How does the devil get his work done on this earth? Anybody? How does he do it? Through vessels, right? Through people that will allow him. A defeated foe says, I'm going to use you to corrupt the world. And they go, okay. And they sell women and children, and they sell drugs, and they beat people, and they do crazy stuff. And none of us are beyond it, except for the blood of Jesus. All of us can do it. All of us have the sin nature in us. Amen. And that's, that's why I'm an evangelist. Why? Because come out of the gutter. And to finalize that, you say, you told me you don't like to be lied to and deceived. Okay, you're being lied to and deceived by a defeated foe. You're being used as a pawn. Okay, come to Jesus and serve him. Otherwise, keep serving the devil and burn in eternity. Burn in hell for an eternity. Does that make sense? So we got, we got Daniel who said no. He said no. I don't care if this decree went forth because Yahweh is my Papa, okay? And Jesus is with him, okay? Because he says in Genesis, let let us make men in our image, right? Holy Ghost is floating around somewhere. They're all doing their thing, right? Okay? But he's saying, no, I'm going to worship my Papa, okay? I'm going to worship him. And I don't care if you stick me in a den with lions, okay? Why? Because even this king... Darius, he says, Darius, that was the Hebrew, sorry. He says, uh, you know, he, he starts praying for him after he, after he convicts him. He's like crying out like, oh, I know your God will deliver you, you know. And, you know, you guys, some of you all know the story. But my, my point is, we are still in the same position. He, Romans says, he who you yield yourself, servant to obey, that's whose servant you become, unto God for righteousness or unto Satan for unrighteousness. And that's the same, it's the same thing. And a three-year-old, I could teach this. You want to keep, you want to make this little gangbanger, you want to pierce their ears and you want to give them Air Jordans and, you know, bless you. You're welcome. You know, I mean, no, that's, that's, that, you raise them up as a little soldier, okay? And hear my heart. There's people lost, okay? And we, and we need to, we need to go after them. So, I'm just going to go, I'm going to do, do a little spoken word. I'm not sure where Paul's going to go from here, but he's, he's a, speaking of a, a blessed Papa, amen, and, and Mother in the Lord. So I know he's going to follow the Holy Ghost as led. So this first piece I'm going to do is called uh, 
had had. And if anybody's going through it, this is the worst day of depression I ever went through in my life. Um, and it, uh, but Jesus brought me through, amen, because he's, he's faithful. But just listen, okay? Um, because if it bears witness with you, I, I used to work with addicts and felons um, in St. Paul. And I used to, guys used to come, they used to come, like the whole houses would come. And I'd say, guys, you, you want to you wanna go participate in sin? I say, because if, if you do, if you don't want to be here, then leave. If you can't tell, it's what kind of teacher I am, okay? Because babysitting me didn't help me get out of the gutter. The truth helped me get out of the, I need some steak. I need to, I need to get up from this table. I need to get up from this bench and I need to go apply some things to my life because I'm about to take myself out. Okay, and now when a teacher comes with the word and gives you something to grab onto, not only does it feed you and, and maybe help your family, but it, it feeds the mouths that you're going to go forth and, and and give to. And I used to say, you know what? And I'd say I'd, I would say it with love, and I would say, you know, but if you want to stay, okay, and this is the gospel. If you want to stay, I'll introduce you to Him, who can set you free. Because I know you don't want that. I used to say, we used to talk a lot, a lot about lust, you know, and I used to say, you don't want lust, you want love. And there wasn't a man in that place that would say, I want lust. They wanted love. Amen? Unconditional love, unconditional love. Right, Brother Bob? Amen. I mean, it's true. It's true. The war's on. Okay, here we go, because, yeah, once again, I'm sorry. Here we go. Okay, it's called a had-had. I had had thought I knew. Back on what was done was what I thought right to do. I had had thought I knew. Yeah, those long days, the days you wish to just go away. The head games that your mind always seems to play the stress. The complications, do they ever stop? Or is the mind a never-ending negative mop that just absorbs the trash that passes and seems to like grab it like some sort of evil magnet? I can't seem to handle all this. And on top of that, I got friends passing. This is life's lesson. There seems to be so many questions. I've fallen and I seem to be getting up, yet still I fall again. Is this the beginning or the end? All in all, I feel like giving in, yet I see my mom's in the kitchen and my pop's putting forth a little more. Therefore, so I must press forth. This, I think, as I rub away my sleepiness. Yes, move on, I will. Though this battle seems uphill, I will seek till I find peace and not with my own will. Yes, move on, I will. Though this battle seems uphill, I will seek till I find peace and not with my own will. There's hills. And Doc thinks I need some pills, though he can't see, because he walks in his own lifely disease. Now as these steps are taking the malt liquor at times seems to be helping, yet things it's just complicating. So I trust in a spirit-filled friend that tells me it'll be all right. She goes in depth about the one, the only, the precious light. She speaks of the Bible, the good book, the holy word. She states it's to be shared, shown, and heard. Yes, it's for me and for you. Yes, it's for all. It'll explain those things that are confusing. Yes, the big and the small. Yet what's twisted is I had had thought I knew until I hit rock bottom and my thoughts and eyes was truly opened. It didn't have to be like this to walk through the pain that rips this new life. can be accepted with ease at any time with a childlike view. That will which in time bring forth a spirit-filled Jew. See, this was not seen to the end of my rope. I give thanks to those that were there, those that loved, mourned, and coped. 
For now the gift, Jesus, has been accepted as he is to be with simplicity. I stopped looking at I and me and allowed he to replace it with us and and we. And it was not by I but by the power of the one and only. Yes, I started to see a new start, the one truly for me that couldn't unfold until I just let go. For it's good in, good out, bad in, bad out. These words are known in my heart and are at times spoken aloud. You don't have to believe me. I just tell what it is I've seen. And what I've seen, I would time been shown. Yes, I've cried. I've lived through some of life's moans. Yet I is no longer alone. And I answered only one in silence. Yes, I answered the rock pertaining to life's stones. I had had thought I knew. Now I know him who knows everything. Jesus, come on. Jesus! Jesus! Yes! Come on! I'm going to take a drink. Is that okay? How's everybody doing? Amen. Like some of them preaching. Am I preaching to myself? Come on. I'm not preaching to myself. I got fam- lots of family in here. Sorry, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. Hey, thank you, Nathaniel. Uh, yeah, how are we? T- we all right? We all right? One, one more piece? One more, two more, three more, six more? No, Jesus. Okay, uh, uh, anybody that has their sword, I know everybody brings their sword. Now, this is just, this is a word of encouragement. I'm not, I'm not sure what piece I'm going to do. I'll probably just do two. If you want me to do another piece after, I will. But I want to honor the man of God here uh, and the woman of God here. And, um, so this is Second Kings 6, 6, 16 through 18. Now, what a beautiful story, okay? Now, this is a man of God, Elisha, okay? And when the circumstance comes up, he, he's, not, he's not flipping out, okay? He's got some eyes to see. He knows what's going on. But I just want to encourage some people in here, okay? Get before Jesus. Get to know Jesus. Like I like to say, are you saved, okay? Do you know who saves you and what he saved you from, okay? Then we shouldn't be up in it. There should be a time when we were converted and then I came out of something, Okay? That's true, that's true conversion. Okay, now, I'm not talking about conversion in here, but I'm just talking about being encouraged. Okay, whatever you're going through, whatever you're walking through. Okay, so basically, in 15, the servant kind of flips out. You know, he's like, what's going on? And, and that's not the direct reading of the scripture. But uh, 16 says, and Elisha said, so Elisha answered, do not fear for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Can everybody say that with me? Say it to the devil. Say it to the devil. Okay? Do not fear. For those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Amen. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray, open his eyes. Amen. That then that he may see, I'm sorry. Then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. And he just, then the slaughter proceeds after that, you know? I believe, yeah. Yeah, we got some, we got some pretty good stuff. If you want to read 18, we'll just protect the children's eyes, or children's ears this evening. Okay, um... Yeah, but that, that's my main thing, is, is like sometimes in, in the midst of the battle, it... Oh, man. Anybody been through a battle with Jesus? 
with Jesus. I'm not talking about outside of Jesus. You know? I mean, it gets, it gets rough, okay? Sometimes. Uh, Jesus just wants us to draw onto that secret place, okay? He wants to come before him. There ain't no mess going on in the, in the, in the throne room. The king isn't saying, okay, okay, demons and Satan, you can come in here and flip the couches over. And No. No, who was that, Job? He went and crawled on his belly to, to petition to, to put the hurt on him. Yeah, that's a whole other sermon. Amen. Okay, I think I'm just going to, I don't know what you think. Some of you guys were at the, I could do butt Jesus again. That gets a little crowd participation. Or another day of war, which, I mean, butt Jesus or another day of war. Which one do you want? But Jesus? Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Come on. Another day of war. I said another day of war. Come on. Another day of war. Yes, song like all the others again. Praise and glory to my Abba Father. Thanks to our Savior, Holy Spirit. Have your way now as you're dressing me up for well, uh, whatever we plead. The blood of Christ Jesus over ourselves and all we love. As we're able to put on the holy armor from above. Yet a breastplate of righteousness and the belt of truth. The two-edged sword coming out the mouth. We pick up the shield of faith with which to crush the snake. The helmet of salvation in the gospel of peace. Whether it's you and me getting deeper. We hitting the streets. It's stronger is he that live in me and will eat sleep and breathe jesus to the day it's golden streets the armor of god yes yeah, son it's all love we all want because he came from above paid it all and said it's done now as the day go the flow go on and on this ain't no show we're not here to explore we're here to expound and yeah we like it loud yeah listen to your mars when she tells you to keep it down we bold as lions there's no need to be trying just resting and abiding because he has knows and is the perfect timing and there's reasons for each season he's the teacher we the student acting up or being prudent it's not about winning or losing but about knowing he who makes the world go round along with me say his name aloud king jesus king jesus the armor of god yes on it's all love we all want because he came from above paid it all and said it's done now follow me it's done he paid it all on the crucifix and all man upon receiving crisis like it didn't exist brother son niece and cousin he calls us to gear up to hate what is evil and what's good we truly to be loving that doesn't mean we a bunch of stale church folk who proceed forward filled with the holy ghost taking the land with the fam because this ain't no joke the word that he spoke will continue to come to be. And I pray that when he come to judge we, you're standing with me. Because if you're walking with the devil, he's a defeated enemy. You can't say you didn't hear because you're hearing it from me. Coming boldly from my spirit, man, with love and honesty. The armor of God. You got it on? Yeah. If not, world, it's still love. If we fam, family, yeah. we all won. Because he for really came from above. He did pay it all. And he did say, It is done. It is finished. Glory. Come on. Come on. Soon and very soon, we are going to see the king.
brothers and sisters. Soon and very soon, we are going to see the king. here it's a good song because God started something in us we talked about perfection a couple weeks ago and where it talks about perfection in two of the places it says who's going to do it faithful is he who called you and he will do it he can perfect that which concerns you and so we sing he who 
began a good work in you. He who began a good work in He who began a good work in you. He who began a good work will be faithful to complete it. Sure will be faithful to complete it. La da da da. you and, and you're comfortable just telling someone close to you, I think that's me. You don't have to tell us all. Or if you want to raise your hand, you couldn't. Somebody will put their hand on you as we sing this. Go ahead and put your hand up if you want. If, you, if, if that's hard for you to receive love, just say, oh, yeah, that, that's me. Just put your hand up and then you people uh, put it around you when we sing. Go ahead. Hold me close. Let your love surround
us. With is one of those prepositions that never points to itself. Prepositions are humble words because they never point to themselves. And the object of the preposition is us. It's amazing that God wants to be with us. We're amazed. He wants to be with us. He wanted to walk with us in the garden. And then He trumps it all by having a wedding at the end of the ages. And it's by invitation only. I hope you've responded to the invitation. I hope you've RSVP'd. And then if you've RSVP'd, you know you're going to be there. Then you live for the age to come. You don't live for this age. So if things mess you up, it's really not a big deal. It's really not. Because the Bible says we're setting our hope fully on the grace that is coming to us at the revelation of Jesus Christ. So if, even if you mess up, it's not a really big, big deal. Because the one forgives you, and then he uses it. He overcomes evil with good. And so we surrender what we're surrendering to is not a dictator. We're surrendering to love. We're giving in to love. So hold me close. Let your
wanted to boil it all down. They said to him, what's it all about? What's the great word? What's the, what's the big word? And he said, summing up all of the law, all of the Old Testament, he summed it up. Here it is. You want it? Love God, love people. It boils, that's it. You love God, you love people. Jesus, when Jesus wanted to tell us what it was about, what we were called to. In order to be a good lover, you got to be a good receiver of his love. And so uh, I want to pray for you that tonight uh, you will let the Lord melt your heart. You know, what, what does melt it? What can melt our heart? Well, sorrow can, suffering can. But right now, the joy of the Lord can. Knowledge that he's here, working in our life, that can really uh, bring a fresh commitment, fresh desire. So yeah, I want to I wanna receive your love because I want to, I want to be a, a person who loves. Even when people are coming against me, Jesus said. You've heard it said, love your neighbors and hate your enemies, but I say to you. He, he takes it to a new level. So to do that, we really need his power. So I pray, God, for my friends here that they would center their lives that they would get focus for their lives in the midst of a work situation, in the midst of trying to find out what end is up, in the midst of school, that they would focus on the one who is life, even Jesus Christ, and hear his words of love, and then be instruments of that. Let it shine till Jesus comes. We want to do that. We want to live that way. We're not here for ourselves. It's not about us. Jesus came not to be served, but to serve. I pray, Father, that you would teach my friends here how to serve, how to go low, how to walk humbly, so that it doesn't become something about them. I want to say to you tonight, it's not about you. Don't think that it's about you because it's not about you. When you find out it's really about others, then God can really touch your heart. He can move you. He can allow you then to shape other people's lives because you're not living for yourself. It's not self-indulgence. Jesus said you deny yourself. You take up your cross. Follow him. So give us the ability tonight to deny ourselves up our cross. Well, and it's going to be a great year. My, this is going to be a great year. And you're going to be tested to believe that Jesus is the only answer to those situations in your life that baffle you. You're going to be tested with that. And you persevere through those hard tests, and your test will become a testimony. What we're going to do now is just break up into small groups. And we want to pray for one another, want to support one another. If somebody's going through something in your little group, we pray. We don't push anything on anybody here so that 
if you're uncomfortable praying, you certainly don't have to pray. But we just want to get in little groups, little groups of three, and then share what you'd like prayer for. Sometimes you go guys, guys groups and girls groups. If if you're comfortable with one of the guys that you're sitting next to, that's okay. If you'd rather just be with girls, that's okay too. Either way you want it. But in a moment, we're just going to move into small groups, pray for one another. Something happened tonight, something stirred in your heart, share it. Ask for prayer. And then after that, after a time of prayer down here, there'll be people up front that'll be available to pray with you. If you want prayer from one, one of us, me or Karen, one of the leaders, well, they'll be up front. Then uh, Bob is going to take the newbies up uh, to the living room and uh, newbies and people that may have questions. Well, there's food up there too. We turn this into a prayer center. So thank you, David, for sharing with us tonight. So go ahead now, just right, right where you are. We're not, we're not leaving right yet. We're just going to pray together. We like to pray together. Here's where the meeting really starts, by the way. Amen.